Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Who Let the Dogs Out? I'm the usual suspect, Ricardo, and today I want to bring a subject that is very trending among humans, but becoming more and more important to understand the impact of our pet's lifestyle on their health. Yes, I'm talking about wearables, pieces of software uh, and hardware that can tell us a lot about health. So I invited Michael Hernaus, CEO and founder of Tractive, to have this chat with me. Michael, welcome to our show. Ricardo, thank you very much for hosting me. So, uh, Michael, can you tell the audience a bit about uh, who are you, what you're doing, uh, or what we have done until you greeted Attractive? Uh, sure. Uh, I was actually uh, born and raised in Austria, um, studied here media technology and media design, so coming more from a, from a technology side of things, uh, did a lot of software engineering. Um, after that, worked at Microsoft in the U.S., Uh, and then moved over to work for Amazon uh, and Jeff Bezos uh, on the Kindle Fire tablet and some of the Kindle apps. Uh, so again, very much on the technical side. Before uh, 2012, uh, I finally decided to do my own thing. Uh, I always wanted to do my own business. Um, and I tried to combine it with a subject matter that I was uh, very passionate about. And it happened to be uh, the pet space. Uh, the idea came up uh, sometime around 2012 and I moved back to Austria Uh, to co-found Tractive together with uh, uh, two engineers who are also still with the company and their co-founders. All right. Uh, and how long since you first started Tractive? It's been like nine years, 10 years? It's uh, almost 10 years. We founded Tractive uh, in, uh, officially founded it in October 2012. All right. And Tractive, for, for those who don't know, is a, a GPS tracking device, but actually uh, can tell us more and more about our pet's health. And, and that's why uh, I invite Michael to, to talk about this subject. Uh, so, Michael, tell us the, like, what is the science behind GPS tracking and what can tell us more about our pet's health? Yeah, so I guess uh, uh, in a nutshell, I think it's important to understand what the product is or does. So on one side, it's a GPS tracking device that tells you the exact location at any point in time. So similar to your Garmin device that records your locations or your uh, satellite GPS system in your car, the device itself will always know its location. And then technically, it transmits this information through the cellular network uh, to the owner's smartphone. So if, um, you, if you want, it's really a small smartphone without a display. So there's a lot of technology going on in this tiny little device. It's cellular connected and it does GPS tracking at the same time. And I think uh, GPS tracking is only one thing. That's, that's the main reason most of our customers today purchase our product. It's because they want to know uh, if their dog escapes, where the dog has gone. They want to see the exact location uh, of their cat when they're at work or uh, in the evening before they want to let their indoor outdoor cat back in. They want to see where the cat is. This is exactly what our product does. And then the second feature or use case that we have in the app or in the product is activity monitoring. You can think of it as a simple Fitbit style activity monitoring today from what the customer sees. So you can see how much did your dog move? How much did your dog sleep? A lot of those things, uh, including fun uh, things like a leaderboard, so you can compare with uh, all the local cats and dogs in your area or with your friends' dogs or with other people that have a beagle that is seven years old. So if you really want to compare that, that's uh, what we offer with this. But obviously, behind the scenes, uh, we're doing a lot more on the activity monitoring side. 
Um, today, we have over half a million paying customers that use our devices actively on a day-to-day -day basis. So we actually uh, have a lot of data of how much a seven-year-old Beagle, to use the same example, should move in a day and how activity degrades over time for a seven-year-old Beagle or other Beagles in your area and things like that. So this is information that we are using and working very hard on uh, right now to really identify certain health patterns and inform the pet owner ahead of time if we detect that something's different compared to uh, all other seven-year-old beagles that we see. Uh, we don't want to be or claim to be a medical device. We really want to add an additional value proposition to our customers to give them more information if we detect something. But the right person to check with really in such a situation is always the vet because uh, in a lot of cases still today, you have to uh, bring your dog to a vet for some diagnosis. And we don't want to claim to be that kind of device. Okay, so the idea here is just uh, based on big data and comparing animals based on breed, activity, etc., age, uh, potential um, KPIs of activity that can have an impact on, on the dog's health. So in the future, if I use Tractive with my, my, my dog and it's like a seven-year-old beagle, like you said, and the trend, the activity trend goes under the average of other seven-year-old, uh, dogs, you can, you can easily give me, uh, an alert or, or, um, that something is, is, is going on with, with my dog. This is, this is very interesting because that's what we are doing already, like you said, with Fitbit, with the Apple Watch, with all those wearables. And when when you're talking about pets, I think we are super focused on the health, health issue, and but on the health we are super focused on the food and not and not very on the activity and the impact that walks, plays, runs for um have for for a beneficial life for for our pets very very interesting and also when you claim that you don't want to be a medical device why is the reason uh, you don't want to to follow that track well i think um i think it's a matter on, on positioning and, and what you want to do as the device we don't uh, I, I think if you want to have a medical grade device that measures heart rate and, and respiratory rate and a lot of other things that you could measure. Uh, I think that's a different category of devices. And I think this is devices that I think will be very much uh, with the vets uh, in the future, not necessarily in the mass market devices that we do. We try to keep our device very much affordable um, at 49 euros or, or 49 US dollars in the US. So very much affordable for every uh, dog and cat owner. And we believe by giving the user a hint and saying, hey, something's different, you might want to check with your vet. I think that's uh, that's the value proposition that we want to have, but we want to be a product that's available and usable for the masses. And I think one thing to be, that needs to be clarified here too is when we talk about activity monitoring, this is not just the runs and plays with your dog, but this is a lot more. When, when I say activity, it's also about um, it's about sleep, sleep interruptions, uh, how many times does your dog in a certain period of time walk in circles, right? Do we detect itching or scratching, which could be uh, any kind of like skin irritation or flicks or uh, ticks or fleas? Uh, so there's a lot of different things uh, that fall into this category. Uh, it's less about uh, very active or little activity. That's kind of like what you see today if you look in the app. Um, and active minutes and some of those things. But I think behind the scenes, there's a lot more 
ongoing on, on what we measure and what we try with our data science team of, of 10 data scientists really to dissect. Uh, and that's really our kind of like main project we're working on uh, for 2022 to um, more and more bring this to our customers as well. Okay, so I'll, I'm sorry, I was underselling your your product. <laughs> that's the, the scratching <laughs> no, is is very to... very very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not thinking about because my next question will be um, like the KPIs. What are you measuring, and what do you think it's it's important to build up a picture of health um, using um, monitoring activity devices like uh, Attractive? So, so we have a range of uh, not necessarily KPIs that we look for, but a range of data input points that we look at. Uh, data input points are obviously uh, motion over time and, and how, what that motion looks like of the device or of the dog. Uh, we have things like ambient temperature. We measure things like uh, time of day. We have uh, location, weather. So we have a lot of different parameters that go into this. And then we have a learning set of uh, of uh, from our side, trained uh, trained learning sets so that our algorithm can continuously improve with machine learning uh, to really detect those things. So we're working uh, locally with VET to actually um, identify what are the important patterns to detect. I mentioned one thing, which is kind of like activity degradation over time, right? You know that uh, uh, every a seven-year-old beagle um, might be more active uh, than a 12-year-old beagle. I think that's very clear to everyone, right? And that will degrade over time. The, but we look really at the angle of the degradation or how quickly that degradation comes for your dog specifically. Those are things, a lot of things are just over time when you use and wear the device. And one of the things that we, where we differentiate from pure activity monitors or fitness trackers for dogs is that our customers predominantly initially purchase it, uh, the product for location tracking. And that's why they typically wear it 24, have it on the dog 24 seven, or at least always when they're outdoors. Uh, and they don't stop using it after three or four weeks, like uh, what we saw happening when we had a pure activity monitor. But because of the safety aspect of, uh, of the GPS tracking, people really use it on their device pretty much every day, which allows us to collect a lot more data and to have customers stay on with us uh, a lot longer than they did for pure cheap, uh, pure activity monitoring. Okay. I was wondering, um, is that possible in the future or do you have any plans or do you think this is the, this is make sense? Like trying to integrate more, verticalize everything in one, in one product, meaning integrate dog, dog's activity with weather because weather can have an impact. So if your dog is not going out, because I'm in Sweden, it's December and it's uh, it's uh, snowing a lot. Um, the food that they are giving and have this information all together and 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 try to understand like the impact of uh, external uh, stakeholders like food or or weather conditions with the activity and this will be available for the vet. So in the future, you can uh, balance the the proper diet and activity for a dog to increase the lifespan. I think this is. A concept, I think it's interesting, but I don't know how far are we or if it's even possible uh, if you're planning to do so. Well, I think some of the things are, are, are pre pretty clear today. We can calculate the calories your dog burns and are fairly accurate with this. Uh, so this can be a point of a data point for you as the dog owner 
uh, on how much and what kind of food you want to feed your dog or which kind of food makes your dog be more active, right? So that's obviously an, 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 a close one. If you look at food subscription services, especially when it comes to uh, custom pet food uh, subscription that kind of like adapts the food over time, that's something that uh, variables can be a data source for. So uh, based on, on, on what's in the food today, uh, you can uh, you get the data on, on how active your dog the dog certain dog has been or how this actually changes behavior of dogs. That's obviously a, a close one. Uh, but as you said, weather or other services and there's plenty of web services and data services out there today that gives you the the, the hyper regional weather that gives you temperatures that gives you even a flea and tick penetration at a certain period of time. Um, so all those things uh, can actually. Uh, create additional customer information and additional help for the customers or for our data set, for our learning set. And we strongly believe that uh, meshing certain sets of data that might, we might not even know just yet will be immensely powerful to actually um, help the dogs and, 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 and the pet parents as well to extend the lives of our dogs and cats. That's really kind of like the, the big motivation and vision that we have to help um, increase the life or the average life of an average dog that's kind of like the main motivation for us cool uh, very interesting point that 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 you highlight is um f adapting the food based on uh, health health condition most of the um, uh, pet food subscription i'm talking especially with myself you rely a lot of uh our customer are eager to give us input of data like about the activity the weight of the dog uh, how is it going throughout the time? So if you don't get this information, if customer is not eager to give you this information and update this information, uh, you, you cannot uh, personalize more or adapt the food or the, the consumption. Um, and, and I think this, this gap, you can, you can work on different ways as a reward system, for instance, gives give something back to the customer if gives more information about the dog if, if he updates information or being on a second layer which is i think it's the 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 best way to do it is using uh devices that can that can give us uh, that information because just like humans uh dogs are the same we need to adapt the food based on the condition based on the lifestyle um based on the issues the the dog might have uh diseases etc so it's it's very interesting and i really like and i'm in love with this idea of integration and use different um data outputs to personalize the, the journey of your of your dog and increase the lifespan but with quality not having dogs that live longer but sick but live longer and, and stay healthy. So yeah, Michael, thank you very much for, for, uh, for sharing your story and, and the idea behind attractive and, and, um, uh, health condition using, using devices. It was a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much, Ricardo. I appreciate being here. Yeah. And for you at home, thank you very much and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please subscribe Who Let the Dogs Out by Ricardo Macedo, streaming in all of your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, don't forget to give us a five-star review. It will help other pet lovers to find our show. 
If you want to know more about what I'm doing, please check my website. I am ricardomacio.com. See you in the next episode.